Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment presents Pit Row with your host Ralph, where we will review the upcoming NASCAR weekend's races and go over the last weekend's races, what happened, what we saw on the tracks, and build towards DFS picks. Let's jump into our latest episode. Race fans, welcome back to Pit Road. This is your host, Ralph. We're going to talk about NASCAR Sprint Cup action. That's what we do around these parts. We got an exciting weekend in NASCAR. It's Dega weekend. If you didn't know, there's a whole Eric Church song to teach you about it. Anyways, if you're new to the show, welcome. Exciting stuff to have you come along for the first time. If you are repeat listeners, we love hardheads, so welcome back. This is Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment's Pit Row. We talk about specifically Spring Cup Series action here every single week, try to give a couple of DraftKings picks and make some educated guesses as I learn the ins and outs of the NASCAR Spring Cup Series action along with you guys. If you're new to this, Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment has other podcasts that we are not new to. Fantasy football, baseball, true crime, stuff like that. As far as those other sports go, we're subject matter experts, right? This is how we're going to play. This is how we're going to win this week. This is how we're going to win this season. We want NASCAR to be that one day, and this is the beginning of that. Welcome along with me. A couple of places to find the podcast, www.tigerbombsae.com. If you go to the website, you can listen, you can like, you can just, you know, whatever. Check it out there. You can watch, too. You can watch the YouTube page right there. On the Tiger Bomb website, there's a whole page for Pit Row. You can see updated race stuff for the weekend, where we're at, what the race calls, what the race is called, and then, as I said, listen to it or watch it. If you are a social media kind of person, a Facebook or Twitter kind of person, you can reach us, you know, at Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment on Facebook, on Twitter. Pretty simple, right? If you search for that, we'll come up. You can like and subscribe. If you want to do the social media thing, you can catch links to the show that way too. If you like to listen to your podcasts on the go, you can catch us everywhere that you listen to your other podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff, iHeartRadio. Just again, search Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment. This podcast will come up now. I was going to say it earlier, but now there's a point where I would say you can like and subscribe. That's pretty much it. That's our intro. Let's talk about Martinsville, what we saw last weekend before we look forward. Gotta love the tight action at a track like Martinsville. You know tempers are going to flare. We talked about this two weeks ago. It always works out that way. Here we go. Sorry, guys. I usually had my my race thing up at the very beginning and ready to roll, but it wasn't today. Now, of course, the most recent winner before this race last week was Christopher Bell at Martinsville. And we had Chase Elliott coming back into the mix that um, sort of made things exciting, too. Hendrick getting there, one of their top guys, their top guy, maybe, back, you could say. And then Martin Truex obviously shown well at Martinsville all the time. And so we wanted to kind of uh, see if he could get off the snide with the victory there. So so as we start the race, uh, sorry, I was reading my notes. I, some reasons, I just wrote this out a little differently, but Logano starting in the back. He was leaking fluid before the race, and so this is going to be something that would lead to him having a tough day all day long, trying to get that forward up to the front. We had rain on the docket 
at the start of the race. And so at this point, it's kind of like I'm thinking, like, we'll see if we get through the whole race. It's just important to know how many laps makes it a qualified race if you need an NASCAR. They only need to do so many laps somewhere in the middle of stage two before it to before it to be what's called a qualified race, which means, you know, the rain is too bad. The weather is too bad. We can stop right here and the race is official. If it doesn't get to that qualified state, it doesn't get to so many laps and we're in delay, then they would probably resume it another day, the next day, right? Or later or something like that. So we're green. So Priest got off to a good jump at the start of this race and he jumps ahead of Suarez and Kyle Busch finds himself on the inside lane. Those two are on the outside, Priest and Suarez. Not much moving up front. Um, 31 laps in Blaney starts moving though. And he gains about nine spots immediately and slides up. So the order becomes priest Suarez, Almarola, Reddick, Truex, Briscoe. Now five to go in stage one, there wasn't a lot of moving, not a lot of passing. So five to go in stage one, we see Reddick is fine. Is his car is running well at this point and he's bumped up to third, but then priest takes the stage. He, he led every lap in that stage. As I said, it was not a lot of movement going on between the cars in that stage. It's really filling out the track, filling out each other. Priest and Suarez up front to start stage two. We go green again. So now we have Zane Smith, who's going to be driving again this week for front row. We have Kyle Busch and we have Chris Boucher all penalized at that pit stop. So we saw a lot of uh, pit penalties last week. So the order... At the, at the restart, becomes Priest, Almirola, Suarez, Harvick, Hamlin, Wallace. Lap 46, Bowman starts moving up the order pretty quickly after his pit adjustment. Excuse me, his pit adjustment. So he's fifth at this point now. Then we get the caution come out. Turn two, Harrison Burton gets spun around. Just the second caution of the day at that point. So much smooth driving um, for the most part earlier on. The 43 and the 21 were bumping hard on that caution. And the 23, 19, and 41 get flagged for speeding off pit road. Again, the theme, as I told you. So we go green again. Chastain out in front on old tires. He stayed out. Suarez and Almarola behind Chastain. The 10 and the 99 bumping hard. Gill unable to get close now because they're seeding ground. The more and more they fight, the more air resistance there is, right? And so car behind them running a lot smoother, has a chance to make up some time on that lap. That's exactly what we see aerodynamics, exactly what we see with uh, the move up at this point by Gilliman. I think the, the, the track is starting to heat up at this point. We see the sun starting to come out. And if you're watching, the complexion of the race changes once the sun comes out. Some cars already, like literally lap two in, some cars are seating position with this slicker and warmer track. Guys, the way the car drives is affected by the temperature of the track. Um, the temperature of the track affects the temperature of the tires. This is all really intertwined within one another. Um, Hamlin starts moving at this point. He jumps up to fifth. Obviously, he becomes one of those guys where we see that the, the, the sunshine is better for his car. But the order becomes Chastain, Gillen, Harvick, Briscoe, Hamlin. 14 to go on the stage two now. Harvick rolls up on Chastain. And then he takes the lead. So it becomes Harvick, Chastain, Briscoe, Hamlin, Reddick, and Gilliam now. And then Ch and Harvick takes the stage. Chase Briscoe gets a sub 10 second pit stop, though. Really good at that break point right there to get the lead for the restart. So green for stage three now. Cloud's coming back out now. So now the race dynamics going to change again. We have the sun come out. We see some different guys peak. We're going back, you know, partial cloudy here now. 
Briscoe, Harvick, Kozlowski, and Almirola up front now. Bowman all over Bell. Um, the 11 and the 12, a lot of contact going on right there between those two cars. Um, Hamlin is third now. He's up there with the 14 and the 4. Sun's starting to peek through again on parts of the track. So parts are cloudy. Parts are sunny. Lap 252, Hamlin passes Harvick. So the order becomes Briscoe, Hamlin. And then we get Harvick now. Hamlin on the lead in that lap. Or excuse me, Hamlin on the lead now. Blaney pitting ahead of schedule. 112 to go. We see Blaney come in. Bowman also going in for a short pit. Trying to get corrective measures. Handled before the home stretch. These cars probably had a little bit more in terms of gas before they would need to pit stop, right? But these are the drivers that are recognizing we haven't had the best run today. It's now or never. Let's come in before these leader people start making their last pit. See if we can't get this car turned around, right? So that's the idea with these guys coming in there. Hamlin out front still. Trickle start. Cars then start to come in. So Harvick, J.J. Yelly, Almirola, all these guys thinking preventative about possible damage that could screw up their chances to win. So they're going to bring it in. Hamlin in for some tires, getting ready to make his stance like once all once they all cycle through. So he just comes in for a couple of tires, ready to just sort of say, let's battle a little out to the end. Then we suddenly get some craziness, a tire on the track. Yeah, like, whoa, it's, a, it's coming from the 78. Tire rolls off the 78. Caution finally comes out. Took NASCAR a while to get the caution out because the tire was rolling so close to the wall right by the grandstands that you could hardly see it if you're like sitting up top or you're looking down with the camera. Very hard to see, right? So they'd have to even change views on the broadcast to show us where that tire was. But eventually we see it from the 78. Loose tire out there really close to the wall. Crew members going to serve suspensions over that one for sure. Suarez, Wallace, uh, Logano, McDowell, Truex all game big here because they hadn't stopped yet. So they will stay up front ahead of the guys that were hoping to cycle back to the top after pits, a la Hamlin. This sort of messes up his strategy, really negates his ability to kind of win at this point, basically. And that's what I'm learning about NASCAR at this level is, we already starting to identify who with, you know, less than 100 laps to go already out of the race, right? Just based on the cyclical way that these things go. And if somebody's running so well, can you catch them? Not if you don't catch those breaks. And so I'm starting to pick that up a little. But at any rate, green again now, 88 to go. Briscoe, Larson, Harvick, Reddick is the order. Larson trying to block both lanes, even though he's in second. So Briscoe's out front. Larson blocking the, the both lanes. The orders Briscoe, Larson, Reddick, Harvick, Suarez now. 76 to go. Caution with 57 to go. J.J. Yelly's brakes locked up and send him into the wall pretty darn hard. He was okay. Kyle B. Got, gets the free pass there. Um, but then the leaders start to pit at this point with this caution. So Almirola, Gallo, Stenthouse, Hamlin all stay out. Just two tires for Larson. So Hamlin put his last – so listen to this, guys. Hamlin actually put his last sticker tires on. And then, bam, something happens to the right rear wheel tire, and he has to come right back in, not even a lap around. It has to come back in and fix whatever it is. Loose lug nut is what it turned out to be. Rolled across the track. Tough break for them. This is the type of stuff that we say sinks your day, right? Having to serve these penalties, having to start at the back of the pack at, 
it's such a critical point in the race, right? And so they have to roll with the qualifying scuffs at this point. So now you don't even have brand new tires anymore. Such a, I mean, they, that's it. Like ate that tire up like that. The lug fell off and him trying to get back around guys. That tire was getting shredded, shredded by the wheel axle. All right. So we go green again, Logano inside and Almirola outside. Almirola on the handling behind Logano now on the inside. Um, and then Larson catches them, 35 to go. The order becomes Logano, Larson, Hamlin, Briscoe, Almirola, Stenhouse now. Larson challenging Logano now. Let's see if those two tires are enough for Larson. Lee going back and forth between the 5 and the 22. Good old-fashioned racing now. Logano on the bumper hard now in the turn, 28 to go. Truex has hopped seven spots since the restart. So he's fifth now. Truex passes. He's looking great. Six to go, four to go now. White flag, and Larson wins it. Larson, set, Logano second, Truex third, just not enough steam to win in the end, but he did have a fine showing. His first victory in Martinsville for uh, Larson. Uh, Chase Elliott gets 10, top 10 finish in his return. Great race for him. Larson completely burns the tires off on the victory burn. I goes all the way around, just burns those bad boys. Good day for Stuart Haas, although you want the win, of course, but many of those guys finished up there uh, in the top 10. Fantastic day for them. Uh, great day for Larson. Great day for, for Elliott, of course. So, obviously, great day for Hendrick as well if we want to put a cap on Martinsville. Now, looking ahead to the Geico 500 at Talladega Speedway this weekend, we get to go to the big one, y'all. If you're not familiar with NASCAR, Talladega is a fun race because the restrictive plates come off. This is one of those races where, basically, you say, why is this race exciting? It's the, it's the shape of the track. Is how fast the cars can go. You don't need a brake. You don't need a brake. So you can just drive, man. Like you can actually push it. And so we've been talking a lot about these short tracks and how it's kind of like fend for yourself sort of a deal. And I've been really at the end of the show posing this whole, do I need to pick on a team or can I just pick my best choices thing? And guys, this is a team weekend. This track, the drafting we'll see, the ability to get out there for these long stretches. I mean, I think it's a team race. That's one thing that I want you to consider. That's my biggest takeaway from Talladega, but it's just fun and exciting because you don't need the brakes here, y'all. You don't need the brakes. It's gas all the way, if you didn't know. Talladega, Alabama, if you didn't know, track length 2.66 miles, so pretty big. Remember, we were at the half-mile oval last week. So, I mean, it's just like, uh, well, paperclip, I say, last week. So, a lot larger territory to cover here. Cup Series purse for the weekend, race 7.8 million, race distance 188 laps. That's 500 miles, if you didn't know. Stage breaks at 60 and 120, and the race would be over at 188, as we just said. Most recent winner, Chase Elliott. Last five Talladega races, though. Hold on, that last five Talladega races were won by five different organizations. This is anybody's race, just like the Daytona 500. You see the big wrecks and the big, you know, that, if you didn't know, again, these huge tracks, uh, no restricted plate stuff. Like, this is the thing where it's like, uh, you know, uh, you're going to see some action go down at the end, baby, when people are going for it, is what the, is what the idea is, basically. So it's not going to be a clean race, I don't think. The driver who's led the most laps has failed to win the last five Talladega races. 31 Talladega races were won with a last lap pass, including five of the last six races in both in 2022. 
12 drivers got their first cup win at Talladega. For six of those drivers, it was their only win. No practice takes place this weekend, which is adopted for all super speedway races this season at Talladega, Daytona, and Atlanta. Now, the other thing to notice, Ford has won 11 of the last 15 races at this 2.66-mile super speedway. So you got to be thinking pretty highly of these guys. So if we're thinking of what's Ralph's picks, then yes, I want to say you can roll with the Ford. So any combination of those Fords that you think you may want to work with, I think as well. So if you want to mix, for example, some RFK and some uh, Stuart Haas guys together, you want to get Kazalowski and Harvick on a team together, yeah, that's great. All for that. You want to get Logano in there with the Fords? Excuse me, guys. All for that. Sorry, I had Chinese food right before this. Like, indigestion. Crazy. Okay. Fords, though. That's the important thing we're talking about here. Run the Fords. You can mix and match those however you want to just run that manufacturer if you don't want to run team. You can run team if you want to. You can do a Stuart Haas lineup. Now, outside of the Fords, is there anybody that I'm looking at? Yes. Track house and front row. More so front row. We've been, you've heard me mention them a couple of weeks now. These guys are coming on. They've had such great performances. I think this is a race where they can link up and do some damage together. Um, Trackhouse has been here before. They know how to roll, man, in these big tracks. So I really expect them to turn things around. Chastain been on the back burner a little bit these last couple of weeks. Suarez, too. Chastain, a little less consistency than he was at this point last year. I want to see it this week from those guys. My favorite, favorite, favorite DraftKings lineup this week, guys, is probably just going to be in full candor. Front row and Trackhouse and Logano on the same, like, like that, like to me, that's power, that's power money right there. Or you can go front house, front row, Trackhouse, Brad K, something like that. If you're playing DraftKings, right? If you want to do double ups, stick with the Fords for the double ups. If you want to do tournaments, I'm rolling out like maybe this weekend, like, uh, you know, you could do like the other manufacturers in a tournament, but specifically if you want to roll out those Toyotas in a tournament, I, I don't think anybody's thinking a lot about them, but if you want to put Gibbs in the lineup, that's great. If you want to run manufacturer, that's great. When I say manufacturer, I'm just saying it doesn't have to be the same house, right? But sometimes you want the same house. You, I'm going to run a, a Hendrick lineup. Like I, you could say you want to run a Chevy, but specifically I want to run a Hendrick lineup. I'm going to have two Chevy lineups because of the Hendrick lineup, but then also the track house and the front row lineup. So those are four Chevys too. So those are at least the Chevys that I tell you that I will be interested in. Outside of that, I'm going to try really hard to stick to a lot of these Fords. Almarola looks really interesting this weekend, just so consistent for the price that we're going to get on DraftKings. So guys, that's what I got for you. I hope you guys really enjoyed this race. If you haven't watched a lot of NASCAR or don't feel like you can stomach a lot of nascar in one sitting that's okay this is gonna be for you so enjoy it and we'll be right back here next week talking about what we saw you guys peace this has been pit row if you'd enjoyed it drive back through next week we'll do it again another tiger bomb sports audio entertainment production